0: Welcome to a special edition of What's True for Everybody. This is Experience 39, and it's called Celebrate with All Your Might. It's not called Celebrate with Some of Your Might. It's called Celebrate with All Your Might. And we are in the middle of this Everyday Experiences series, and this is technically not part of that series, although it could be, uh, but couldn't they all because we talk about things that happen and that matter. But the main reason this is not part of the Everyday Experiences series is because I have already recorded all 15 of the Everyday Experiences episodes, and if this were one of them then I'm placing right here in the middle, it would throw all my numbering off, (laughs) which is a really good reason, I think, to not uh, make it part of the series. So this is just like a special edition, celebrate with all your might. Now, I said at the beginning of the Everyday Experiences series that I would post three of them a week, and I've been doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the last couple weeks, but I think I'm going to go to two a week. I've gotten some good feedback, and so we're going to go to two uh, starting next week. So I'll post them Monday morning and then Thursday morning. I'll have them posted, Uh, but I will not be able to make my typical Facebook post that they're up because I will be off the grid, and I'll tell you why in a moment but they will just pop up so know that they're coming and this will take us probably through the end of October now i discovered this phrase celebrate with all your might probably 3 years ago or so and i was pastoring a church in Houston and i was reading in the old testament and i came ac- across this phrase it actually turned into a series that we did i think it was the last series that we did before I left Houston and we moved to Colorado. It was one of my favorite series of all time, by the way. It was called Celebrate With All Your Might. And then one of our fantastic community members there in Houston, a church called Ecclesia Clear Lake. Shout out to Ecclesia because they're fantastic. Uh, One of our fantastic, I'm using the word fantastical a lot. One of our marvelous uh, community members gave Corey and me, a painting that said, Celebrate with all your might, which still sits in our dining room in our house here in Colorado. If you can call it a dining room, it's like this little space that is big enough to fit a round table that's in between our kitchen and our back sliding door. Anyway, it's still there because uh, this phrase just has not gone out of my head since then. So here's why I've been thinking about this phrase there have been three events that are happening in my life in the next three weeks that have been in the works, uh, between two months. Like one of them was has been in the works for two months. One of them longer, one of them longer, like six months. And here they are. It's Wednesday, October 2nd, tomorrow morning. We will wake up as a family And we will get in the car, we'll drive to DIA, Denver International Airport, and we will fly to Chicago to spend a few days at my mom's house. Now, the reason we're doing this is because on Saturday is my 20-year high school reunion. Come on, 20 years. And so on Saturday, I will be hanging out with some folks who I talk to on a regular basis and who I see a couple times a year when we're back home or once a year maybe, uh... I will be seeing some people who I haven't talked to in two years or more when I was back there for a wedding for a good friend of mine. And there will be some people that I'll, I'll be hanging out with that I haven't seen in 20 years since our high school graduation. And I know some people aren't into the reunions. They, they don't want to do it. They don't want to see people. And, and I don't. I, 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 that's, that's OK. I get it. Uh, but I'm actually really, really excited. I am celebrating that I get to go to my 20 year high school reunion and reconnect with some people I haven't seen in a long, long time, and also hang out with some good friends who have been some of my best friends since high school. So that is that. That is Saturday. So we'll be celebrating with all our might at my high school reunion. Sunday morning, the next morning, we will wake up. We'll get picked up by a shuttle or a van, which will take us to O'Hare Airport. And... We will fly to Orlando, Florida to spend a week at Disney World. (laughs) Yes, a a once-in-a-lifetime family trip. It'll be the four of us, me, my wife, our daughter, our son, uh, my mom, so grandma, is going, my aunt, so aunt is going, and then my twin brother, so uncle, is going for my kids. So seven of us are going to spend a week at Disney. We're staying at a Disney resort. We have it all planned out. Uh, I mean, the works. We know... We have it all planned out, the parks that, that we're going to. We have our Fast Passes ready. I have the app downloaded on my phone, and so I will be on my phone getting more Fast Passes when our first couple are done for the day, or three, or however many that we have that day. We have our, our meals planned. Man, we've done some research. I've been in contact for almost six months with like a travel person who does this for a living. It's been so fun to put this together and cannot wait. Uh, the kids and I, and then Corey have been watching YouTube videos of the rides that were going on. And, and some of them, they're like, yes, I can't wait. And <laughs> one of them in particular, our son's like, I don't know if I can go on that one. <laughs> uh, but I predict he does. And I predict he loves it. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna go hang out with Mickey and Minnie and, and Goofy, my personal favorite. We're going to celebrate with all our might. I'm going to party it up with Goofy. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, can't wait once in a lifetime trip I think and and just super excited for that. We fly back to Colorado the following Sunday and then the next day I actually go out to California where there is a family celebration of the life of Grammy. If you've been following Grammy passed away a couple uh, months ago and there's a gathering. Actually the the main gatherings over the weekend which we'll miss because we had Disney planned before this. But then Monday, I'm going to go and hang out with the family who's still there and who lives in in California and and just celebrate Grammy with them for three days. And so that's my next two weeks. I have my 20-year high school reunion. I'm going to celebrate with all my might. I have Disney World. I'm going to celebrate with all my might. And then I have the Grammy family celebration. I'm going to celebrate Grammy with all my might. So when I get home from work this evening, we'll pack. I will put uh, Sweet Home Chicago by the Blues Brothers on, like we do every time we pack to go back to Chicago. We'll watch YouTube videos of some of the rides we're going to go on this next week. Uh, We might sing Happy Birthday to Grammy. Today, by the way, October 2nd, if you can believe it, is Grammy's birthday. There's a lot to celebrate. Her first birthday in heaven, by the way. Celebration time. Now, there is a story in the Old Testament uh, you can find it in 2 Samuel chapter 6, which is the more detailed of the two. You can also find it in 1 Chronicles 13, chapter 13, uh, books of the Bible we spend a lot of time in, I'm sure. And so I kind of stumbled across this phrase uh, three years ago when I, I don't even remember why I was reading in 1 Chronicles, but I was. Now, here's the deal. it's The story is about the Ark of the Covenant which is really, and Google the Ark of the Covenant if you don't know about it, do some research, fascinating, which is really a story about God and his people. See, the Ark of the Covenant, it essentially symbolized God's presence. And so this Ark of the Covenant that God told his people to make and to have uh, at one point got into the hands of the Philistines, some enemies of God's people, which means God's presence was essentially absent. So if you know what exile is, this whole thing, uh, just read through some of, some of the stories of the Old Testament. Uh, fascinating stuff. But then God's people get the Ark of the Covenant back. And so it's back where it belongs. And at one point, they bring the Ark of the Covenant to the city of Jerusalem. And according to the story in 2 Samuel 6 there is the ceremony where 30,000 people <laughs> are bringing the ark are accompanying this this ark into Jerusalem. So the ark has like a military escort of 30,000 people. And so what this is, it's a it's a ritual dedication of Jerusalem as the new religious and political capital of the people of God. This is a ceremony, this is a celebration of hope that God's presence would assure, by the way, God's presence being in the Ark of the Covenant, remember, this would assure the well-being of his people. And so there's this line in 2 Samuel chapter 6, and I'm going to read here uh, verses 14 and 15. Uh, David, by the way, this is, I believe, right after he becomes king, uh, verse 14, wearing linen a uh, linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might while he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of trumpets. So David is dancing with all his might. I love that phrase. I love this phrase even better. This is from the writer in First Chronicles chapter 13. Here's verse 8. Same thing's happening, same story. But this writer says, David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God celebrating with all their might before God with songs and with harps, lyres, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets. They were celebrating not just with a little bit (laughs) of their might. They were celebrating with all their might. Now, what does it mean to celebrate? Here's how I would simply define celebration. To celebrate is to acknowledge that life is good. To celebrate is to acknowledge that life is actually good, that, that there is a ultimately a good creator and a good giver of gifts. And by the way, we aren't him. <laughs> we're the recipients of these gifts. We're the, we're, the, we're the beneficiaries of this good creator. To celebrate is to give an offering of gratitude and worship to God for being who he is and what he's given us. Which brings me to the Insight. Like we don't celebrate nearly enough. <laughs> Sometimes we think, "Yeah, I'll celebrate when I can get to it, when there's time, when I'm not taking care of this business." Uh, but actually, celebration to celebrate was built into the fabric. It was an essential piece of being God's people. Here's how I know this: You go back to Leviticus, another book <laughs> that we constantly read. Leviticus, uh, a book that that. If you ask the average person, if they know what it is, it's like, oh, that's that's boring. But check this out. Uh, chapter 23 in Leviticus, God gives his people all these festivals they're there to celebrate. He tells them, okay, you're, you're to do these on a regular basis. So you have, uh, he talks about the Sabbath first, which is a celebration of rest once a week. He then talks about the Passover and the festival of, of, of unleavened bread, which is the celebration of salvation and the Passover back in the book of Exodus. So you're celebrating God's salvation of his people. Then there's the offering of the first fruits, which is a celebration of the fertility of land. Hey, this land actually grows some stuff that helps sustain our lives. That's something to celebrate. There's then the festival of weeks, which is a celebration of the summer harvest. There's then the celebration, uh, the festival of trumpets, which is another celebration of rest. There's then the, the day of atonement which is a celebration of atonement uh, made by God, essentially forgiveness of his people. You then have the festival of tabernacles, which is a celebration of shelter in the wilderness, the 40 years that God's people were in the wilderness, uh, going from Egypt to the promised land. Uh, They actually had shelter. There's the celebration of that. And you read through this chapter, and there's this word that, that repeats itself over and over and over and over. And the word is offering. The word offering is used 26 times in Leviticus chapter 23. And it's an offering of, 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 of celebration of rest, of parties, celebrations. I mean, celebration is the theme of Leviticus chapter 23. This act of gratitude and worship, this acknowledgement that life is actually good. I love what Richard Foster, Richard Foster says. He has this line. He says, We have become so mechanized that we have snuffed out nearly all experiences of spontaneous joy. <laughs> we have snuffed out all, nearly all experiences of spontaneous joy. And many of us lead such sour lives that we cannot possibly be accused of having too much fun. <laughs> When's the last time, by the way, someone accused you of having too much fun? Not like inappropriate fun. That's that's not what we're talking about. But actually, celebrating, offering, acknowledging that that life is taking time to do that. Uh, I'm off tomorrow morning to go celebrate with all my might for two weeks. We call this vacation, by the way, with with old friends, with family, with Goofy and Mickey and Minnie, with with extended family, remembering Grammy. Uh, but it doesn't have to be these big events that you've been planning for six months to be able to celebrate. Richard Foster talks about this spontaneous joy. Uh, what is it today that can give you spontaneous joy? What is it you can celebrate? Take it. Take take two minutes. Take five minutes. Take a half hour. Just celebrate whatever whatever it is. I'm around people all the time who are learning to celebrate the little things because they're, they're at the end of their life and they know they know what's what's going to happen. They, they know what the doctor has told them, uh, but they are learning to celebrate anyway. Things like skipping their pain medications for half a day because they actually feel okay. Being able to think clearly for a couple hours. Being able to get wheeled down to the vending machine and by seven, spend $7 at, at one time in the vending machine. <laughs> that actually happened. It was fantastic. What is it that can you can celebrate with all your might? What is it that can give you spontaneous joy? Richard Foster also says this. He says, we cannot continue long in anything without joy and celebration. What is it? How can you have an act of gratitude and worship today, an acknowledgement of, That life is good. And we're not talking celebrating with some some of your might. We're talking celebrate with all your might. Grace and peace.